Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. I hope you find Love Light shows enlightening, inspirational, and uplifting. And today we have a great show that will help you look beyond the chaos and drama for more empowering insights. Ancestral intelligence is your birthright with Gary Stewart. Kierkegaard quotes that life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. We hear the old adage that knowledge is power. Our generational history is enriching with stories not only of surviving, but thriving. I adopt the power of Sankofa, derived from the Akan tribe in Ghana. San, return. Ko, to go. Fa, look, seek, and take. Symbolized by a metaphorical symbol of a bird with its feet facing forward and its head reaching backwards, taking a fertile egg, The power of Sankofa represents wholeness, reminding us that the knowledge of the past must never be forgotten, and the importance of reaching back to take what's fertile to move forward and make positive progress. And I use the power of Sankofa with divine guidance and insights to create my new love story that I highlighted in my book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. So how does human intelligence evolve? How can intergenerational trauma be passed down to future generations? And common symptoms of intergenerational trauma may include low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, insomnia, anger, and self-destructive behaviors. What wisdom can we glean from our ancestors to mitigate the negative effects, and heal. And also, there are positive things that uh, are inspired by uh, intergenerational and generational history. Within us lies a deep connection to the land and intelligence from generations before us. And our guest today, Gary Stewart, is an expert and has done remarkable uh, 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 research and amazing work on Uh, ancestral trauma, and healing human history. He decodes deeper truths to unburden ourselves from replicating painful generational patterns and energy that keeps us stuck. Expert in ancestral intelligence and constellation healing, Gary says, you are an embodiment of a gift from the past in the present for the future. And he inspires you to honor the past the way it was to release you from its hold and discover that everything is a gift so you are free to let go. Gary, 
founder of the Constellation Healing Institute, is a five-time international best-selling author, master constellational, constellation facilitator, and speaker who has been featured on the Dr. Nandy Show globally for ABC TV. Facilitating transformative healing experiences for over two decades, Gary's skills and techniques help expand consciousness while resolving lifelong challenges, stagnation, and negative family patterns. He's the author of Ancestral Intelligence, Constellation Insights from Beyond, along with the Guided Journal. So now I welcome Gary Stewart to our show today. Hello. Hello, Hello, Gary. (laughs) Wonderful to be back, Jane. Thank you so much. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you uh, on Love Light and on our show today. Ancestral intelligence is your birthright. And Gary, I know you're the creator of some oracle oracle cards for Constellation Healing. And I think you're going to pull some cards for our audience of listeners today. Yes, yes. I pulled some while you were talking. So ironically... Uh, the first card I, I pulled was Heritage. Hmm. So Heritage is, and I put the definitions on the back of the cards. These are on Amazon, by the way. And Heritage is the culture and national origin of our family, the roots of our ancestral history. The insight is many people do not fully grasp how complex their heritage is. Our very DNA is recycled from thousands of people who came before Honor and respect is the key. There's a strength in our heritage. For all the great suffering, there was also great courage. We are living and breathing proof of our ancestors' success. You are the gift to the world from your forebears. Take pride in the fact that their good work lives on through you. What an appropriate card for our show today with the message that you're sharing to honor respect. Absolutely, absolutely. And what we find is a lot of us didn't have ideal childhoods, but ironically, we survived it. So what is our innate AI, ancestral intelligence that we inherited? And don't forget, if our parents were less than perfect parents, what did our grandparents do to them to make them react the way they reacted as parents? So it's a trickle down from generation to generation to generation. Gary, I love your work because it it inspires healing. And, you know, so many times we blame our parents for perhaps not being the best parents or whatever. And, you know, they're a lot of times they're doing the best that they can. But and as you indicated, childhood may may or may not be a wonderful experience, but it kind of takes us out of that blame factor to look at the larger picture. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't forget, I mean, here's a monkey wrench to most people's belief system. If your family of origin made one mistake throughout a thousand years, you would not be here. So can we celebrate what's good in the family system rather than crying over spilled milk that's bad in the family system? I'm not negating anyone's trauma. And I think where I've done like probably 40 or 40 or 50 years of self-exploration and different therapies that I've gotten to that place in my old age. But when I started out, I was full of piss and vinegar about what I had to endure endure in my childhood. 
And now that I mature, I see that there was good underneath all the trauma or drama as well. Yes, and you show us, you're going to show us how we can take responsibility rather than just yeah. uh, negating or blaming the past. Now, Gary, can you share, how, how did you become interested in this work? Uh, well, I attended a workshop in L.A., and they said, oh, I need a representative. So here, you know, the workshops are generally done in a circle. I lead them in Sedona and Prescott monthly as well, plus on Zoom at all those locations as well. And they would have someone stand in to be a father, grandfather, great-grandfather. Well, the therapist, the facilitator, rather, said, would you, Gary, would you stand in as her ancestral lineage? And I got a download that he was on a farm in Lithuania. Everyone had left. He was very sad and depressed. Here he, he grew a family system, and they walked out on him, and he just was dying alone on a farm. And I was very sad. And I'm like, where did this come from? The images, the thoughts, the feelings. Like I was another person within 30 seconds. And I had never done the work before. I, I, I don't even, well, the client probably had a name tag. I can't even remember her name. But it was one of the biggest life-changing experience. I said, what did I tune into that is otherworldly? And I feel this guy died probably in 1890. So how could I, and I think it was around 1997, tune into someone who's been dead for 100 years? I was amazed. I said, this is what I I have to learn this. This is what I have to, I knew instantly it was my career. Mm, Yes, it's amazing how we're led on our path. And I think we had an opportunity to participate in one of your workshops uh, at the uh, Epi Awards uh, years ago. So I had a chance to really uh, be involved in your workshop that was very enlightening and and healing. So Gary, tell us, what is Constellation Healing? Well, Constellation, its name has nothing to do with astrology. Just people hear that and they think, oh, I have to look at the sky. Uh, Bert Hellinger coined that term when he looked at the representatives. He was working with other This was really developed by the feminine, by female psychotherapists in Germany in about 1960. They called it family architecture, the architecture of the family. Why is the father separated from the kids? Why are the the mother and father have three feet between them? So they would start to set up representatives of whatever client's family system, and they would watch how the man would pull away or the wife would look down or she would look at the man or the children would representative. So they, the, the actual family is not there. The client is there to heal what's unseen in their family system. And with total strangers, you start to see a movement that's like a pictograph. Wow. Why is the father over there? Why are the children here? Why is the mother sulking? And then we can see a lot of the pain and anguish that each individual in the family is carrying and reacting to. 99% of the time, it's not from that current family. It's from their ancestral lineage. Mm, That's interesting. And and Constellation Healing can transform what relationship, long-time relationship conflicts, and even what self esteem issues, self-worth, uh, chronic health ailments, you know, because we we have all these what hidden beliefs that we may not even know that exists or why we do what we do, but we kind of follow suit. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it's like our ancestors created a template of survival. So that's the good news. We're here because they learned how to survive a Holocaust, slavery, 
the sinking, I've worked with the sinking of the Titanic ancestors. I mean, you name it. Uh, potato famine in Ireland, many wars, of course, the, <clears throat> the pogroms killing Jews in Russia long before Hitler came along. Hundreds of uh, millions probably of Jews were killed in Russia and the government enforced pogroms against Jewish people. Then I, I always say, seriously, uh, <clears throat> Hitler's anti-Semitism was the cherry on the anti-Semitic cake. You know, and that's the one we pay attention most. But there's been persecution. I mean, then if you go back to the Bible about the slavery of the Jews to allegedly build the pyramids. I mean, it's just when you really look at human history, you see it's quite destructive and creative at the same time. That's mm. the box of it all. That's interesting. Uh, I had an interaction with a young lady just the other day and I thought about our show and it was getting ready to rain. And she said, um, do you like the rain? I said, oh, it's okay. And she said, gosh, you know, every time it starts to rain, I get a headache. And everybody in my family does the same thing, you know, mm -hmm. when, when it starts raining. And I thought about our show because it's like, yeah. you know, she expected to get a headache. And right. she, she had accepted this to, to be true. And right. uh, uh, I was like, gosh, this is interesting. And I, I really thought yeah. about our show. Yeah, there could have been some trauma in her ancestry where a crop was destroyed or a flood destroyed something. And then each generation starts to develop symptoms and they don't realize what the original cause was. So the great thing about constellations with total strangers in the room, we go back to wherever in your family history. Now, I don't create this. There's a field of consciousness that's bigger than AI. So let's say our ancestral field of consciousness, ancestral intelligence is within us, but it's almost like cloud memory on a computer. You hmm. send information, your pictures into the cloud for storage. Well, imagine that we have a cloud over our head full of every ancestral experience our mother line, our father line lived through, and we pull that data out of that field in our everyday life. And the new science around that is called epigenetics. There's a field around our DNA that they can't even comprehend because it's non-physical. <clears throat> yes. Uh, going back to our show's title, Ancestral Intelligence is mm -hmm. Your Birthright. Can you really highlight what ancestral intelligence is and why do you consider it to be a birthright? <clears throat> Well, you know, whatever befell our ancestors, I talked about the different traumas and dramas. Uh, it's the will to survive and create life and move life forward is a bit. Now, here's the irony. That movement to create life and move life forward, obviously through sexuality, but the, the alternate force, the yin and the yang of that is death. So does death stimulate life? You know, if you start looking at history from a holistic point of view, which I do, if you look at World War II, 75 to 85 million people died in Europe and the Pacific Theater. Now, interestingly, once the soldiers came home in 1945, so say between 1946 and 1954, 75 to 80 million children were born, known as the baby boom generation. What is the balance that these guys would have killed all over the world, then created life right after they did all the killing or survived the killings from other soldiers, you know, whether it's Japanese or German, and then they would create as many people alive that were killed 
within 10 years. So what is the kind of cosmic balance there that does life, does death beget life or life begets death? It's a real yin and yang. And I find just the numbers, the way the numbers speak themselves, how could no one consciously did that? It was almost like an instinctual animalistic thing. Well, there's been great death, so let's reaffirm life by having babies now. Mm -hmm. And I know when we talked, we talked about how we're moving from survival to thriving. And Gary, you referenced this echoes of our ancestry. And uh, why does trauma and traumatic events stay alive after after they die? And, you know, like war, slavery, Holocaust, a lot of things that uh, Um, ancestors survived. But can you kind of shine some light on that? Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. my father happened to be a soldier on Omaha Beach. That was one of the landings of the Allied forces trying to get to Germany to get to Hitler. So imagine my father, 22, 23 years old, running off a boat into bullets. His friends were being killed left and right of him, and he's running into bullets being fired at him. So how much, and he survived it, obviously, because I'm here, but how much stress? Do they have massage therapists there or psychotherapists saying, well, we know you're traumatized now? No, there there was no support. So people just had to survive the trauma, whether it was the potato famine, watching your babies die because there was no food and you had no breast milk to feed your newborn because you were starving to death yourself. So imagine the grief that happened and there was no emotional support in those previous generations. And most people say in my parents' generation, buck it up, buck it up, toughen up. Don't go there. You know what I mean? Because there was no support. And I think because now we're relatively peaceful in this part of the world anyway, (laughs) that our generation has chosen to go to therapy, get acupuncture, get massages, take care of themselves. Why? Because they're not in a war zone now. So we have a chance to kind of heal what we inherited. And I firmly believe when we heal it in us, we're healing it in the heaven realm as well for all those who came before who didn't have the support to heal trauma during their lifetime. Wow, what insight. Gary, that's spectacular. And when we come back from break, I'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, internal blocks and how, you know, yes. a lot of this stuff play out in family patterns. Oh, not, not enough, unworthy, not good enough. And, you know, the role of these repressed emotions that affect Absolutely. us. And a lot of times we're not even aware of why we feel a certain way. So, and then, of course, you're going to take us through some empowering and healing exercises when we come back from break. So, uh, we're so much looking forward to that. So, I think we're up for a commercial break now. (laughs) So, to our listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more on Ancestral Intelligence is Your Birthright with our amazing guest and expert, Gary Stewart, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute. Master Constellation Facilitator, five times number one international best-selling author and author of Ancestral Intelligence, Constellation Insights from Beyond. And uh, he has a journal that goes along with that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, 
We invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and joining me is our outstanding guest, Gary Stewart, Master Constellation Facilitator, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute, five times number one international best-selling author, including his book, Ancestral Intelligence, Constellation Insights from Beyond, with a, a guided journal as well. So Gary, thank you so much for you know, just opening the door on what ancestral intelligence uh, is all about and constellation healing, the benefits and, you know, what's really happening to us that we're uh, unaware of. And I think before our commercial break, I uh, am looking forward to you talking more about internal blocks and and fears that we have and how these, uh, how this stuff plays out in family patterns. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, (laughs) <laughs> when we find with this work, let me get a sip of water. <clears throat> I'm sorry. What we find with this work is 99% of the problems we have did not originate with us. We inherited that baggage that was unresolved. So in some ways, we're creating similar scenarios. May not be a wartime scenario, but it could be an economic scenario where you don't have enough money for food, which might be a reflection of the Irish potato famine in an Irish person, an Irish deriver a couple hundred years later. It shows up over and over again. So these patterns repeat. And almost like what happened to our ancestors is a template that repeats unconsciously. That's what's amazing. So, you know, the beauty of consolation, you're externalizing your inner spirit, so you can see it out in front of you. And then once you see, oh my God, that's what I'm carrying, you can choose to release, accept it and release it is much better than forgiveness. Mm, that's amazing. <clears throat> Gary, what about the role of soul contracts We in past life? Uh, yeah, well, number one, if, if you believe in that, which is fine if you do or don't, that's absolutely fine. But did you agree to come into life in this family system to learn a particular lesson? Now, I'm not sure if we recycle ourselves in generations after generations within the same family. Like, you know, one generation, your dad may be your dad, but he may come back as a grandchild and his grandchildren. We don't know that. We we don't know that. We can't prove it, so to speak. But that can happen. But don't forget, if we're eternally spirits having a human experiences, both you and I might have had 10,000 lifetimes already. When you look at the span of human history and how much of that information are we encoded with that the lessons that we learned or didn't learn or the karma that we created in those lifetimes were balancing out in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. 
And you and I talked about the experience of visiting other countries where we felt the connection or familiarity. I know when I was in Malaysia, I felt at home. Visit to India, you know, I felt comfortable in the monasteries, (laughs) you know, and, and, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's like, okay, what, what is this connection in terms of, of, of the roots and our experiences? Because we have that essence of familiarity. We may not understand it, but we know within yeah. ourselves huh? and we feel it in your body i went to egypt my first international vacation i went to france for a few days to get over jet lag and i felt totally at home in france and i knew i had a french lifetime because i just felt i was in my original city of paris maybe during the revolution who knows and then i went to egypt and get get gets coming down the steps off the plane i said oh i'm home again almost like you know like the pope gets off and he kisses the ground i felt that same way Oh, I'm back home again. So I know I had an Egyptian life at some point. I don't know when it was. And it doesn't mean 10 million people were Cleopatra. You could have been a Jewish slave building the pyramids, or you could have been a grain salesman. It's interesting how people do with past lives. They always represent someone famous. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's never I said, well, who is the Polish watchwoman? <laughs> you know what I mean? So why does it have to be someone famous? past life thing it's never just a regular joe blow kind of thing who was a menial worker in the stone age you know what i mean it's just yes, uh, it's yes. funny how people go there with past lives and it's, it's so important as you indicated to really look at what is the lesson you know that we yeah, have to learn because we end up repeating you know yeah. it's like i've been here before or with this absolutely. relationship i've been here before you know and what do i need to do to get that freedom or, you know, heal or whatever. And you're going to take our listeners through some, uh, what, uh, 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 some healing exercises. So share with us what you're going to do and and what can we do to prepare? Yeah, yeah. You just let me know when we're ready to do it. We're ready. Okay, okay. So it's a Bob and Release card. It's on my website, www.GarySTUARTHEALING.com. It's in the top bar there. It says Bow Card. It's downloadable and printable like a PDF. And basically what we do is we have the client, say you're in your home right now or by your computer, look to, so the window would be, if you have a window in your office, wherever you are, that would be the future. And if you turn 180 degrees from that window, that would be the past. So what we do is we, we uh, a healing statement that's pretty general that everyone can do is look at that wall that's not the window and just say, uh, everything I received from my family system of origin I only take the gift. Anything that's not the gift, I leave with you with honor and respect. Then you just bow to the wall because you're honoring your ancestral lineage, but simultaneously, you're breaking the entanglement of carrying their pain for them. And it doesn't have to be about forgiveness. It's about accepting that there's pain, but I leave the pain with those it belongs to. And then you stand up after you bowed, and then you turn 180 right in front of your computer sign, look out the window, and take about two steps forward because that's the future. And if you're lucky, you have beautiful trees out your window with the sun shining in, or even if it's cloudy and rainy, it's still beautiful. It's life. So you're, you're creating a healthy boundary between the past and the present for the future consciously. 
you're consciously doing that. Everyone who does it feels, wow, I feel my back feels different. I don't feel like I'm carrying anything. So we all carry burdens that don't belong to us. This is a way to release them. Mm, Beautiful. And there's some healing, what, statements? Yeah, healing statements. They're on the card. There's statements like that. So like with your family only taking the gift of life you received. And a common thing I say is anything that is not the gift, I leave with you. So we let the ancestors, dead or alive, handle the baggage that they inherited so we don't have to fix it for them. So we're honoring them as adults who have the capability. If they could survive it, they certainly can heal it. Mm, Wow. So, Gary, how can we tune into our ancestors? Uh, uh, How are they around us in our daily lives? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I love constellations because you have a total stranger repping your mother or your uncle or yourself as a child even. So we have the clients put in a representative for themselves so they can objectively see their own reactions inside the family system dynamic. So it's very powerful to watch, say, your internal spirit externalized right in front of you. And just to give you an example, like I discovered this in 1997, 1998. And, you know, the therapist had no client. The facilitator had no client. So I said, oh, I'll be a client. I want to see what's inside me. And we came to my house. We put papers on the floor of different ancestors. She said, stand on each one. You know, I was learning. She was starting her business and tell me how you feel. And I would stand on this one, that one. And one marked dad, I said, I'm dead inside. She said, Gary, I know you don't get what I'm doing. I said, well, you stand on the paper and you tell me how you feel. She said, I'm dead inside. I said, do you think I'm making this up? So he had so much post-traumatic stress from Omaha Beach in World War II that it actually killed his soul. You know, I think when you either commit a crime, even if it's a legal crime, a murder through war, And a lot of people say the soldiers don't come back the same. They left one way. And when you engage in killing other human beings, it does something to your soul. I don't care if it's the right, religious, whatever. You think the justification is to kill another human being. I really think it kills part of your soul. So, of course, the more people you kill to survive, what is that? Does it fragment the human soul? And my father died young uh, he was diagnosed with throat cancer at 40. He was a smoker too. And he was dead by 46. And that's the winning side of World War II. So who has it easier, the dead who are killed, who don't have to suffer and struggle, or the winners who end up with post-traumatic stress, in depression, suicide? You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's a tragedy all around. It's amazing. Uh, the insights and the knowledge. Is it You know, I I know we have uh, many resources to get information about our ancestral history. Is that important? Is it necessary? And what are your thoughts about that? So so here's the irony. That first one where I was a Lithuanian great-grandfather, so that was a group experience in a living room in Brentwood, California. Okay, so fast forward to 18 years. My aunt, before she died, I have a big family secret. Your Italian grandfather is not the biological grandfather of your mother. It was the Jewish boy in Boston. So I did 23andMe to test it out. She died in July by about September. I said, well, let me see if she's lying again. They had a very uh, combative relationship their whole life. They just were at each other's throats, jealous. I don't know what it was. 
But uh, and my the irony is my sisters exhibit the same behavior. There's always someone at someone's throat and one of my sisters. So they're reenacting the same fight that their grandparents, my my their parents had and my grandparents had with their sisters. It's kind of interesting how the behaviors translate generation to generation. So anyway, I did 23andMe, and I found out I was 30% Ashkenazi Jewish and no Italian. So I thought I was Italian, Scottish, and Irish my whole life. You know, my mother was an Irish kind of hot pistol, you know, quick-tempered. And uh, so my mom had been dead about 10 years at that time. So here at 67, I find out that I'm 30% Jewish. So ironically, someone on 23andMe, um, I'm not sure if I recommend it now because I heard they sell the data to China without your permission, which is does go to the Wuhan lab, but that's our story we won't get into. And uh, he, he, a gentleman emailed me, he said, we share the same third great grandfather, a Lithuanian Jew, ended up in Boston in the same city as my grandmother. And even though it said he was married to another woman, I guarantee you they had teenage sex and my mother was a product of that. And then they he just disappeared. So... The irony that I discovered this work by being a, uh, um, a Lithuanian, rather, great-grandfather, and then 15 years forward, my missing part of my family system that I didn't even know was missing was from Lithuania. Mm. There's the yeah. cosmic irony of that. And, and this gives you more insight into what your ancestors really went through. And yeah. uh, that... Uh, <laughs> History can, ancestral history can be really important. And of course, we invite listeners to do their own research as they Absolutely. look at uh, options for, you know, exploring their ancestral history. Uh, you know, I get fascinated by Dr. Henry Gates <laughs> and his Louis Gates. Yes, I'm sorry. It's Louis Henry Gates. Yeah, Louis and his his. His work on and the revelations uh, that's very authentic. So uh, it's really groundbreaking. And uh, again, it goes back to that adage, you know, uh, uh, you know, know thyself, right? It's, yeah, it's so much wealth in knowing yourself. And if you watch that show, you'll get insight. Like Joe Montanello, who's Sofia Vergara's husband, you know, a real hunk. He was in Magic Mike, the male strippers, and all that. And, you know, he's a television actor, Italian. Well, when Lewis said, you're descendants of slaves, he's like, what? Yeah. So he had no idea that he had a Black heritage 200 years ago in his family system. And then uh, Mr. Gates had another one where this gentleman who wasn't famous, you know, he said he hated Turkish people. And he said, well, I, at the end of the show, he said, I have a surprise for you. He said, what is it? He said, you're 80% Turkish. He said, what? <laughs> I hate Turkish people. He said, but there must have been something that happened that you inherited an anger that you're not even aware of from that country, and you're of the same blood as the people you say you hate. You know, Gary, it's so interesting how, uh, you know, you come up with these, uh, the results of how you're feeling without even knowing why, you know, which begs uh, for us to really do a little bit more research because to hate without any, what, conscious reason right. there has to be more to that and that shows something was inherited so what trauma was unresolved in that gentleman's turkish history he didn't know he was turkish 
So for me, you know, I wear a Star of David ring now just to honor my missing ancestors that, yes, I know you're out there. I know nothing about you. All I got was this one person who migrated to Boston around the same time my mother was born. And uh, that that's all I know. So I consider that I have a missing piece, a big missing piece of my mother's family system. I know the Irish side and the fierceness and passion and anger of the Irish Irish side, which probably lived through the potato famine in Cork County, Ireland. I went back that far to my great-grandparents there, but there's a whole blank slate of the Jewish side of my mother's family system. Mm, So much to explore. Well, here, I think we're ready for another commercial break. Uh, Such an interesting and insightful show with our expert, uh, Gary Stewart, Master Constellation Facilitator, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute, five-time number one international best-selling author, including his book, Ancestral Intelligence, Constellation Insights from Beyond, along with the journal. On our show today, Ancestral Intelligence is your birthright. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. 
announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. If you're just joining us, uh, we are with uh, Gary Stewart, Master Constellation Facilitator, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute, five times number one international best-selling author, including his book, Ancestral Intelligence, Constellation Insights from Beyond. Gary, one of the things that I want you to highlight is why is acceptance better than forgiveness as we look at our (laughs) ancestral? (laughs) So there's subtle dynamics that Bert Hellinger called it following the orders of love. So there's certain... It's like a hierarchy. It's like our ancestors have uh, precedence over us. So it would be like we're a leaf on the tree. So imagine a tree. We're a leaf on the tree saying that the branch and the tree trunk is bad. Will that serve us? Would it serve us to say, I'm a leaf on a tree. I accept that there's a bigger branch and a bigger trunk here. And I will dry up and die this fall. And then there'll be a new leaf to take my place. So if you look at the tree as a metaphor for the tree of life of our family system, our ancestors are the trunk of the tree, our immediate family are the branches of the tree, and we're like a leaf. So when we, as a leaf, judge the tree as bad, will positive things happen to us with that kind of arrogance? It's a, You could call it spiritual arrogance. So if we accept, okay, this is my fate. Hey, at least I'm hanging out here in the sun, creating photosynthesis, and I have six months before it gets cold and I dry up and fall to the ground and create mulch to grow a new tree, you know, 
Uh, so it's that kind of metaphor that if we judge it as bad, we're being, ar- well, it's more like an arrogance, like I'm better than the tree, I'm better than my ancestors, I'm bigger. And you may, I mean, I've had clients who come from a long line of serial killers, but they were really good. And I'm not saying that because I endorse serial killing. They never got caught. Mm. And that's what skills are in that as far as deception, betrayal, to have that in your family system and never get caught. Now, here's the irony. The great grandchildren are all in jail for petty crimes. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It's almost like they're paying the price of the ones that didn't get caught by being incarcerated for something much less egregious than uh, murder. Mm, you know, and, you know, tapping into those feelings of uh, uh, like we talk a lot on, on Love Light about not good enough, feeling unworthy. Absolutely. You know, where does this come from? Why do I feel so unworthy? Or yeah, Absolutely. And so uh, that so comes up a lot, lot actually. And mm-hmm. you know what? Generally, what it is, is a parent. My mother was kind of a narcissist, you know, rageaholic. And what did my grandmother do to her? So who sends the ancestral message like a father to a son, you're not good enough, or a mother to a daughter or son, you're not good enough. So we end up with the internal voices of our parents or the say the negative voices of our parents or ancestors. Oh, they told me I'm not good enough. So imagine a little child thinking, well, if my mommy says it, it must be true. My mommy would lie to me. The child, the innocence of the child doesn't know it's from a negative experience from their grandmother or great grandmother that's being projected onto them. And they really were good enough. But the belief system, you know, there's lots of, lots of adages in my family, which, you know, I'm a baby boomer, like children should be seen and not heard. Yes. You know, be quiet. The adults are speaking. Mm-hmm. Don't go, you know, and they're protective. Don't touch the hot stove. Don't do this. Get your feet wet. You'll get a cold and die. So here you get your feet wet. You think you're going to die. It creates all this irrational fears, but that's based on the protective aspect of the ancestors, but it translates as negative messages. Psychologists have done a, a, a count that every child hears 439 no's per day and like maybe four yeses. So when we say we have an inner critic that's destructive inside us, isn't it those negative messages that we had to filter through that our parents' and grandparents' beliefs of being worth less or not as good, and then we end up kind of self-destructing? Yes, yes, it plays itself out. And I have pulled out. a card on the break that's perfect okay, for please, this. please, go ahead. I picked, uh, while we were on the break, I said, well, let's pick another card. And I have another one for the closing as well. The card that popped up is self-betrayal. Self-betrayal is the unhealthy act of giving up one's needs in order to please someone else. The insight, most infants and young children will do anything to make their creators slash parents happy. Remember, their training came from the grandparents, so it's often a dysfunctional multi-generational cycle. Understanding and accepting this systemic phenomenon may help you stand up for yourself. You may not find it easy to throw off the shackles of self-betrayal, but claiming, but reclaiming your individuality is necessary for you to thrive in your own future. Mm, what a wonderful card uh, to show us how uh, that plays itself out in terms of what people pleasers overdoing, Absolutely. overgiving, not not setting boundaries, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Uh, how we betray yeah. ourselves. What? Yeah, exactly. But it's taught to us, like, listen to mommy, not you. Who do you think you are? Listen to mommy. So that's where maybe some of the anger to your parents comes. When you grow up, you realize you were fed negative messages. But they were doing the best with what the grandparents gave them. Yeah. So with the bow card, you can say, mom, any where it's Mother's Day weekend, mom, whether any negative messages that you gave me every day as a child, I leave those with you and grandma. I know I'm good. I know I'm worthy. I leave the negative with you and I'm walking away into my positive future. Beautiful. That's simple. Just mm-hmm. claiming your birthright of individuality as an autonomous being who survived them. So there are survival skills because you survived your own family system. But now we don't have to carry the baggage. And we call that baggage entanglement. You're entangled with a generation uh, that came before you who didn't get to disentangle themselves. So we can be at a point of power and disentangle ourselves from the dysfunction that we were raised in. Mm, That is Wow, amazing. And Gary, I know you uh, have workshops and I, I, I follow you and you were doing something for Mother's Day. <laughs> you had yeah. some mother. Can you share with uh, our listeners how they can well, with, 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 yeah, you? Yeah, with the Mother's Day, well, with the live workshop, we'll be doing uh, mother work or whatever, uh, <clears throat> you know, whatever's needed that day. And uh, the Bauer release is great. If everyone on Mother's Day does a Bauer release to their mothers and grandmothers, I take the gift of life that you gave me. And anything that's not the gift, I leave with you and the ancestors who came before, then turn away from it. That's good. And I actually joined an organization, I should tell you, it's called Heal.me. I put the link in the chat here, uh, Gene, for you to share. And I have a 10-minute free discovery call on that site that they can book a time uh, that's convenient for them and just talk about, you know, whatever they feel they need for their end. There's no charge for that. So it's a 10 minute free discovery call to see if this work may help a situation that you're in. And so that's available to anyone on the Love Light Show, as well as the bow card to guide you in releasing and uh, not not carrying any suffering. Beautiful. Can you just share that again with the listeners? Because this is a nice Mother's Day treat and just, you know, to really facilitate healing. Yeah. So this Mother's Day, if you have the bow card, which I put in the chat, which uh, Jean can uh, share with you, is that you can just bow to it with gratitude. So a lot of things, you know, if we have gratitude for what we did get rather than hostility for what we didn't get, which doesn't really serve us. So if we honor that, if nothing else, we receive the gift of life from these people we know as mother and father, especially mother. Uh, because we have a deeper connection to mother because male or female, we were all living inside this woman for nine months. And I sincerely feel if she had unresolved issues from her childhood with the grandmother, we are swimming in it in the amniotic fluid. So we know our mother inside out. And um, there was an interesting scientific thing and scientific American that the actual embryonic cells go into the mother's blood supply from the fetus to heal the mother with fresh stem cells. Mm -hmm. I was blown away by that. So look at the symbiotic relationship. The baby's given the gift of life and then the baby starts rewarding the mother with stem cells through the umbilical to heal anything that the mother needs healing during the gestation. What divine kind of- uh, A blessing. blessing. Oh my God. 
Yeah, I, I didn't know that. And I don't I consider myself a science buff and a just scientific American did not mm-hmm. I says, well, I'll be I'm very surprised. And it's such a beautiful symbiotic thing. You it's see the love flowing yes. between the baby yes. and the child. Yes. So Gary, how can uh, the listeners connect with you your, sure. and, and learn more about your books before sure. we close yeah. out? Well, if you if you go to my website, GaryStewartHealing.com, that's S-T-U-A-R-T, mm-hmm. not S-T-W. Okay. We have a, at the top bar of the website, we have a book link for all the books on Amazon. And okay. Amazon has reduced the prices dramatically. Okay. okay. Uh, they choose, I mean, when okay. you start with the books, you set your price high, but over right. the time, they rank it by where you are in okay. the rankings. So they're really inexpensive. Okay. I All think. right. Uh, yeah. In Central Intelligence, they've marked it $7. Okay. okay. So your website again? Uh, GaryStewartHealing.com. G-A-R-Y-S-T-U-A-R-T-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com. And the Heal mm-hmm. Me is actually on the site as well. So there's Perfect. an organization called Heal Me, just type in Gary Stewart, and it says a 10-minute free discovery call. Anyone who would like to talk about how this might work for them can just book a free discovery call. There's an appointment list there and everything, mm-hmm. and there's no charge for that. So as a reward for being fans of Gene's lovely show, Love Light, uh, we'd like to honor the listeners. Well, that is wonderful. Thank you so much, Gary, for your insights, your constellation healing expertise, helping us honor our past and show us, showing us how to embody our ancestral gifts and release and find freedom from the past. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for offering our listeners uh, your special gift. And we invite listeners to tune back in on demand uh, to listen to our show and share it with others and definitely take advantage of Gary's uh, fantastic gift. Tune in next week for our show, Reflection, Love the Legacy You Create with Susie Briscoe joining us from England. Strengthen oh, and embody the I practice. Like Susie. Yes, she's going to be fantastic. Then strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice exercise posted on the blog page of my websites, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, ConsciousLoving.com, and JeanFarishJourney.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, knowledge is power. We can learn from our past, profit from ancestral history with discernment of greater wisdom and truths. And as Gary says, you are an embodiment of a gift from the past in the present for the future. You do not have to be stuck. You are worthy. I'm Dr. Jean Marie coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.